Welcome back, everybody, to the 2021 incarnation of the student series. Now, last year, we were not able to do our student series as we normally would in person because of COVID-19, of course. But this year, it is a return to form, just like we did two years ago when we had in-person interviews with students. That said, for each of these student series episodes, they are non-alcoholic episodes, obviously. But also we made sure to bleep or cut or silence any last names or school identifiers just for the sake of privacy and respect to any stories that may have been included. That said, I am extremely excited that we have Kenny and Kyra for these two episodes, episodes 204 and 205. I think you guys will see two tremendous young individuals who, for me, honestly, it was just an honor to witness them growing into the the people that they are continuing to uh, become. Now, Kenny and Kyra, if you are listening to this, of course, you can obviously keep in touch. I would love to do some sort of a follow-up. And for everybody else, if you like the stories that you hear from Kenny and Kyra over the next two weeks, I would encourage you to reach out, classroombrew at gmail.com or classroombrew on Twitter and Instagram. I can pass something along to Kenny and Kyra, or if you just have some thoughts or anything like that, that of course is welcome. So without any further ado, let's get into this year, the 2021, this year's that is, student series. Hey man, so valedictorian. Mm-hmm. We got Mr. Kenny with us right now. What happened? They didn't have you do the speech. What happened to the speech for your your big valedictorian speech? I don't know. I guess I just probably left too soon. Okay. But honestly, I was. They never mentioned anything else. Sure. They asked me, "Do you want to do it?" I said yes. I already had like a whole thing planned out because honestly. When it comes to just like speaking grand, I just tend to bluff really easily. I just tend to have. <laughs> what do you mean? I just have a knack for like just just speaking to audience just in a way that I just came up on top of my head. Sure, it tends to be pretty easy for me just to do that. So I've already had that, but they never called me up, and I huh. by the time everything was about to be done, I already left. Okay, so nothing was written. You just kind of had some general. Okay, mm-hmm. what were what were the talking points? What what did you think you were going to go into? I was mostly going to go into like, oh, it's already been a hard year. I know that personally, many people have gone through struggles Mm -hmm. and just being here just kind of shows us how we came up. Yeah, we may not be the best school, but we surely have some incredible students for still sticking it out. Yeah. Not just staying by the sides when all this happened. And I know all of us are going to go far. Absolutely. Well, Mm -hmm. so... And that's, I mean, it's, that sounds great. I mean, in terms mm-hmm. of, we could, maybe we'll get a, a chance for you to do a separate <laughs> audio for that. But uh, how did you stick it out? Because you, you not only, you made it, but you did it with flying colors as the valedictorian. Mm-hmm. You're also very involved. Like, let's picture like that first, basically year from mm-hmm. the spring semester up until the end of the fall semester, we were 100% at home. What was that like for you as somebody that, that did persevere through all that? 
honestly, it was just super weird because just starting school off is already weird, mm-hmm. but just having to start a whole new thing with like no contact, just online, was really like disorienting since um, if I'm at home, I'm not really thinking about school. And I feel like that like really bogged me down because sure. many assignments I got behind in like many classes because I was like, oh, I can just do it later. I can just do it later. Never got to it and had to just kind of crunch. Honestly, like last week, Thursday, I was still doing assignments <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. I had to turn in. I think your assignment was the last assignment that I turned in. Okay, okay. You got the A, right? I think you got the A. Yeah, Straight I, I got, I got go. all you A. Got it in. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm just glad that we just do A's. We don't do A minuses or anything because I, right, right, I got right. borderline A's on my <laughs> classes. So what were the, was it just that it's distracting? Is it the mindset? Is it Because you're a very disciplined guy like mm-hmm. you're, you're pretty good about uh regimenting yourself for certain things mm-hmm. what were some kind of ways that you powered through that rut of being at home but still having to do school honestly i just say taking initiative because i've really been getting into like learning about learning and one of the biggest things that actually came up there just taking initiative like when you try to do something at first it's just hard because it's like there's just so much that you got to do but just going into it and just starting is just perfect enough with no expectations that's how i really got most of my stuff done mm-hmm. i knew i wasn't gonna finish anything but i was like oh i at least might as well start it i at least might as well see what i gotta do and from there i kind of just veer off to actually doing it sure is there anything that you noticed like worked really well for you at home or like stuff that you were like this is absolutely not gonna work like, wh- like what kind of lessons could a teacher do when it was you know what i mean mm-hmm. I kind of say, like, there's a difference between what's it called, like, learning and then just actually doing assignments. Right. Because for me, like, I feel like math was one of the classes that was like, oh, straight to the point. Teaches, and then you do your assignment, that's it. Mm-hmm. Clear and cut. Some classes are a little bit weird since they kind of have to teach along with the assignment. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I'm doing work, but at the same time, I kind of need for me personally i put on some audio or just something else in the background so i can kind of just like do what i gotta do stay Mm -hmm. calm and just do it sure but when i had to actually pay attention to the teacher i kind of just while doing assignment i kind of just just too much yeah it's a lot especially with so so you need something to kind of center yourself and if there's Mm -hmm. something where it's simultaneous so you prefer the structure of here's what you're going to be learning about or doing here's the task how to do it ready go so you like that kind of yeah it's a lot simpler instead of just like oh here's what you got to do now you're good (laughs) instead of here's what you got to do and then oh i'm still teaching and then you're still doing an assignment where it's like a little disorienting since i gotta do two things at once sure well especially i know the big thing for me was trying to minimize the moving pieces Mm -hmm. so like if it's a do now for some example in google classroom and then a different document for the assignment and then they got to do that was probably one thing that i tried to avoid but Mm -hmm. that's interesting though because i noticed a lot of kids whether it's in person or not, mm-hmm. usually when you give them the background, you walk through the task and you give them work time, whenever you release them, that's kind of where things fall off. Yeah. So you, you said you would, would it be like podcasts or like what was like the stuff you would have in the background to kind of center yourself? Honestly, just anything that you can kind of like pay attention to while doing something else. Like I also like listen to a, like a, a lot of, like you mentioned podcasts, sometimes mm-hmm. music, just something where I'm kind of mindset where I'm enjoying what I'm doing Mm-hmm. Because like when I do work, it's not really that hard since I kind of understand it. It's just tedious that I got to actually do it. Sure. So it doesn't really involve too much like, oh, solving through problems. It just requires like going through the motion. Sure. And I feel like, honestly, that may be like one of the reasons why 
people struggled because for math, I know that one's really easy. I, can't, I understand concepts really easily. Hmm. So I feel like somebody who doesn't understand it, they, are, they can't really just go into the state of just going tediously. They still got to run through the problem, still got to go through the stress of like, oh, I don't understand this. I'm still right. just, I'm just still just working on it. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. There was, when I was in uh, Calc back in high school, I would always have stress about like, I don't even know what formula to use here. It's not about knowing how to use the formula. Like I don't know the situation. So I get that. What do you think was like the biggest thing that you missed during the time when you were just remote? I feel honestly, this is going to be the most cliche thing ever, but <laughs> honestly, just talking to people because sure. well, you're a social guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Because honestly, I kind of feel like I just relaxed a lot more because before I used to be kind of like, for me, I was just, this is getting a little personal. I kind of used to put on persona like in front of people, hmm. but I kind of feel like just staying at home, I kind of got more into like understanding myself. Sure. Kind of more into like, oh, just being real myself, not having to put on persona. And then I can take that, just like being upfront with who I am and like actual person to people instead of just putting on a persona and mm-hmm. faking it. Cause I know my freshman year, oh my God. Uh, Heavy on the persona? <laughs> when, I, when, when I say I was, I was like just the typical like Disney Channel, like, what's up, guys? You guys want to have fun type of, oh my God. Right, right. I, said, I think I saw you like in the hallway like once, but I never really saw that. Mm-hmm. What shifted? Like, what, like, how did, if you could, do, so Disney Channel kid yeah. <laughs> at freshman year, <laughs> what was the shift that happened for sophomore, junior, senior? I would say ages, just keeping up an act in front of people, keeping up persona just got tedious. Like, I was mm. like, I'm just faking who I am. And honestly, I wasn't able to be genuine with people. And okay. when you're not being genuine with people, they're like, it's hard for them to be genuine with you. Like, I know it's like, I knew a lot of people my freshman year and my sophomore year. Like, I, I quote unquote have friends, but at the same time, it's like, it was just really surface level. Like, mm-hmm. we never talked outside. We never talked outside. If, we weren't in class or sports. We just didn't talk at all. Sure. Well, and it's probably the interactions where like, you know, when you have like a good friend, they ask how you're doing, you're going to give them mm-hmm. the real, the real yeah. response versus was that more like you would just give them the, yep, great. Things are going good. Yeah. I just kind of just put it on an, on an act. Sure. Now I'm like, I'll say second semester, I really started getting genuine with people and just like, honestly try and be like a real person. So just put on an act, just understand that. Hey, sometimes I may be annoyed, sometimes I mess up, but it's okay to be that instead of just trying to be all perfect and mm. you can't be genuine at all. Right. Mm. I think I remember that shift too, where, or at least where it was like a complete shift. Maybe you were starting to put those pieces mm-hmm. in place, but it was sophomore year of Embark. Do you remember your presentation when you really opened up and you even mm. allowed uh. yourself to get emotional and we had like Miss B was here and everybody mm. was crying and Kiara was like, you're going to make my eyelashes fall oh off, Kenny. Gosh. Why'd you do that? <laughs> do you remember that day? I, I kind of feel like, yeah, that may have been the start because honestly, again, like I feel like the biggest thing that I had to worry about is like actually confidence because sure. like there's always like so much. I feel like the biggest thing that held me back my freshman year was like being worried about, oh, I am not. I'm overthinking like, oh, if I do this, people are not going to like me. If I, I must do this for people to like me. And that just kind of led me to a point where it's like, I was faking everything hmm. and it was just not healthy because I, at the same time, I put too much thought in what other people wanted, wanted of me and not living up to that was just like stressful because I couldn't live up to this perfection 
Well, it's interesting too, because you talk about this perfection and you doing that probably lessened your stress load, which mm. allowed you to, not that being perfect is what you need, but like you got valedictorian. Mm. Do you think you would have been able to sustain that and get to where you got now if you hadn't done that? Honestly, I think I may have, because the academics, it's not really that hard, but just like socially, I feel like or mentally I would not have been well. I, if I still sure. continue like faking who I am, I, I would have been at a point where it's like, um, just do not know. I wouldn't know who I am, and I would just overthink to. I would be overthinking to a point where it's like, oh, I just can't function because I criticize myself too much, sure. and that's something that is really hard to get away with, get away from. Because the big, the worst thing you can do, in my opinion, to yourself is compare yourself to other people, mm-hmm. and like. I, that's all I did my first two years until like I just started like not worrying about that. And mm-hmm. that's something that's really hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Allows you to be more introspective and stuff and mm-hmm. happier. How did like your the activities you got involved in? Because I remember your sophomore sophomore year, you were mm-hmm. playing on the football team. And then your junior year was the year that you said, I'm gonna I need to step away. You mm-hmm. wanted to focus more on, you know, personal fitness and things like that. Mm-hmm. But then you also at a later point, you rejoined as mm-hmm. as a senior. What kind of went into that, you know, involvement decision? I kind of feel like, oh, I, I kind of need to be cut off from like extreme, like just what's it called, extreme groups. Because mm-hmm. I, I, my first two years, I, I love the sport. Like I was really having fun. But I honestly, I feel like my junior, I just needed like, I kind of just need to relax. Like just, just have a calm just year. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. honestly like at the same time I was also goofing off because I was like, Oh my junior year, I might I might as well enjoy it. I don't got no sports, I don't, I don't got no responsibilities. Yeah, like you don't have Mr. F for three classes a day. Like let's... Yeah. So 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 when I came back my senior year, I was I was more calm and I I went to I went to sports like a lot more relaxed and more like a full person instead of just putting on on an act the whole time. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you would would you say your senior year was where you actually felt like this is where I belong. This is where mm-hmm. I'm happy. This is what I want to do. Yeah, like actually being part of something because I want to, not just because it would make me look better. Sure. Mm-hmm. I say being a part of something bigger is for sure a big element for you. So mm-hmm. what comes next after high school? Like what's that big thing that you see yourself going into? Honestly, I see myself going to a lot because I'm more, I'm going to take some, what's it called, Coursera programs. Because okay. I'm, because for that, I I want to learn like programming and also data science. So, and that's what I'm going to be doing in college. So mm-hmm. that's already getting a head start on that. And when I turn 18 during the summer, I'm actually going to do a real estate program because I actually want to become a realtor right. during college. And January <laughs> is when I actually go off to the military. Right. But I also start school with like, I think August and September. So it's like, this whole year, I'm gonna I'm gonna be busy. You're gonna be very busy. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and to help you get to that decision, I think maybe I don't know I don't know how many times, but like more than once or twice, you were like, I'm gonna do this and then that and then this and yeah, then that. I, I shifted <laughs> a lot. I, it's, it's like it's like I, I, I was like run. I was going through a whirlpool. I was like sure. I, I was near the center of what I wanted, but I was <laughs> just still like I was just still swinging around, just swinging around. Yeah, yeah. Until I actually got to the center of the whirlpool, and that's like where I realized I want to do like I want to be part of technology, but just not just do something that 
is kind of basic, but also something that I actually would be good at, which inc- which is something that's really math oriented. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, it's it's funny too because you mentioned like I feel like I'm in a whirlpool. I think the average times that people change their major once they're mm-hmm. in college is like six or seven times. I changed mine like two or three maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you've already been introspective enough where most high schoolers are like, this is what I'm going to do and this is mm-hmm. what it's going to be. Then they almost have like this shock. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it'll be because you've done this? Do you kind of see yourself being more open to shifting gears later on? Or do you think now that you've done all this thinking, you're like, nope, this might be where I'm uh-huh. sticking? I'll say right now, I feel like I'm like, a lot more sturdy on what do I do because okay. obviously when I was younger, I wanted to be a welder. Okay. Because I, because I used to watch this, what's it called? I used to watch this YouTube channel where they just basically make weapons like from like okay. media. <laughs> nice and satisfying. Just made like swords. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I want to do that. But then when I realized, oh wait, hold up. The pay is not really that good. So hmm. it's like, that may not be something I want to do, especially coming from an immigrant family. Like the biggest thing when it comes to career is like, oh, you got to take care of yourself. Sure. So it's like, I want to do. I had to find like, the, I had to find the perfect center between like what makes good money, something I enjoy, and something I'm good at. And that was like, I was leaning more towards technology. Mm. I kept going towards that, and I kept going until like I found basically data science, where it's basically like analytics, math, and technology. Plus, when it comes to data, you also got to present to an audience. Sure. You pre- I'm presenting to there these companies. There you go. There, there's the personality, the the personable part of Kenny that's gonna that's gonna come out for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be the person presenting da- data to optimize companies. And when it comes to that, I I got the technology background. I understand what sure. I understand, and also I can present it in a way where people can understand me. Mm-hmm. I'm still working about communication. Like I'm <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I sometimes I think that I'm. I'm really good at communicating, but then I realized, bro, nobody understood me. <laughs> I understood myself. I do that. As a teacher, I'm like, that was a great lesson. Then the next day, they're like, we have no clue what the hell you just said, man. <laughs> that happens all the time. You're like, yeah, that probably happened to me too. That happened to me too. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, because right now, again, I, I don't, the biggest thing that is just I've been getting really into like just basic skills that I feel like most people think they're good at, but kind of lack. Like actually- sure. Un- understanding and comprehension has been the biggest thing I've been trying to learn. Like actually run critical thinking, actually understand something because I'm going to t- technology. It's not just good that you surface level understand something. Mm-hmm. You got to understand why it works like that, how it works like that, and just how to kind of manipulate it. Sure. In a way that it's like you can present to somebody who doesn't know it with no prior knowledge to actually understand and if you can explain to a person that means that you actually understood to a really good degree sure because if i can if i can explain how like a airplane wing works with no with you having no prior knowledge Mm -hmm. i gotta understand it to a a extreme level where i can simplify it right and still contain most of what is important and we do that all the time with with our our teaching too is explain Mm -hmm. it as if you're you know, trying to explain to a five-year-old mm-hmm. or bedside manner for a doctor. It's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's funny hearing you talk about it now because you're, you're talking about being introspective and communicating and stuff. <laughs> so when I was like, do you want to be on a podcast? You're probably like, oh, hell yeah. Like that sounds amazing now. But uh, what about, so you mentioned too, coming from immigrant family mm-hmm. and you and I, we've had some conversations and mm-hmm. stuff like that on the side, you know, about your mother and father and things like that. What's been kind of the, the biggest influence in terms of your parents and, and their presence in your life as you because I know they're proud of you. There's no way they're not. Like you've been, you know, an active and valedictorian, and you ha- you know what you want to do in mm-hmm. your life, and you're already pursuing it, and you're 
personable and you're hardworking. What's been their their influence in your life though through this process? Honestly, uh, I don't know. I, I, I need a little bit calm down because like uh, it gets sentimental when I talk about this. But hard not to, right? Yeah, because like with my mom, I I'm talking to her more. Like before, had no contact because she's right now in Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's a whole it's a whole thing with her that uh, sadly she's there with my sister. It's a whole situation with uh, my sister's father that she can't leave. It's a lot. I said we've we've talked a little bit about mm-hmm. it. So that's something that's more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But with my dad, I feel like the biggest thing has been like he's always instilled to me that he's never he's never been a person who puts me in a box. He's always been somebody who lets me do what I want. It's not in the way that he doesn't care, but he's like, sure, I you have your own responsibilities, and I trust you enough to do what, what's right. Yeah, because I, when when I when I do stupid stuff, he's like, he 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 does he does he does get on me. Like he's like, I thought you were smart enough, smart enough not to do that. So I know when I was younger. Oh my god, I used to do some of the stupidest things. I feel like, oh my god, my freshman year, I burned this girl's hair. He I, didn't. I, wait, I, what? This is a whole accident. I swear. When I mentioned, I was trying like show off, try to be cool. My okay, freshman year, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I was playing with fire. Oh, I accidentally burned this girl's hair thankfully she's fine yeah yeah <laughs> but when i say like that was a really stupid decision because i was trying to look sure. good in front of people that's the biggest example i can show <laughs> yeah definitely definitely like, but now like now that I actually like he sees me more as an adult i kind of like really have to just it really puts me in a situation where it's like I got to think about my future. I don't mm-hmm. really have him to rely on. It's not that he won't help me, but it's at the same sure. time that I'm in control of my future. He's going he's gonna to nudge me, support me and all that. But at the same time, he can't lead. He can't lead me. Sure. I got to do that for myself. And he that's what he really instilled in me that look for the best. You you got to work for what you want because it's not going to come to you. And he's he's not going to give it to me. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the the values itself. So he he's trusting in your retention and respect for what he's taught you to mm-hmm. to kind of carry you through. Yeah, because honestly, like he's just been the biggest source, like of like of what I am right now. Like main reason, like I get it. I'm so into fitness is because when <laughs> I was younger, I come from a family from like I'm coming from a family who everybody's obese. Like hmm. honestly, like I you go back. You go go to family reunion. Sadly, nine out of ten times, my family's obese, mm-hmm. and it's like he really instilled to me that oh, don't be like that, because like that would just cut your life short. It makes your life miserable, and you really, and it's just not a really healthy way to live. You want to be there for people, and sadly, being obese just limits your life a lot and limits your lifespan. Sure, that's the biggest reason why I still work out to this day because like he instilled that instilled that to me when i was younger sure and now i continue that to now well and he's he's your he's your person he's your support system mm-hmm. so that's the, that's the person that you're going to not just emulate but also you're going to listen to mm-hmm. did you feel like you had other people that you could go to whether it was a peer or a staff mm-hmm. member or, or people that could help support you along the way or through that adversity honestly i would say most of my teachers i say even you because like you i honestly came up to you a lot with with many of my career changes because i know before i was like oh i want to be a copywriter before i say i want to be a programmer but it's like 
I brought up that to you a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you've been a really good person that I met. Honestly, Thanks, man. I, I'm not even trying to mean when I first saw you, I was like, bro, he's he he look, he's a fish out of water. What is he doing here? He because <laughs> Because, like, you came up with this demeanor that it's, like, every every other teacher is just, like, they kind of just, like, let students do what they want to do. Sure. And just, like, they don't even hold on to the rope. They just they just let the horse, <laughs> horse go wild. Loose tether, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and when, when, I, when I saw your class, I was like, hold up. He, he, he's not from here. He, <laughs> he is, he's completely different. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, I, I, I feel like my first class with you, that, that that's the biggest reason why I was annoyed. Like, you kind of, like, <laughs> were so strict with me, and I was like, oh my God, I can't get away with nothing in this <laughs> class. Because before, in other class, I used to be on my phone. I used to talk a lot. Uh, okay. When yeah, I got, yeah. when I got to your class, you were like, no, you can't do that. You, no, you can't do that. <laughs> and I, I'm really thankful about that, because it, because before, I just used to do what I want, but sometimes I never understood that there was a time and a place for that. Mm-hmm. And like, I kind of calmed down a lot where it's like, I understood why I should be quiet, why I shouldn't just be on my phone all the time. And I should understand that I should just kind of have more of a backbone when I actually come to class. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate that. Thanks, man. That's, that's nice to hear. <laughs> <laughs> because I swear, I swear, guys, the base 360, because I was like, hold up, I'm never going to like this teacher. I don't know why I'm <laughs> in this class, but now I'm just like, I'm like, you're one of my best teachers here. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's, that's good to hear. I remember you mentioning too, you were like, I feel a shift happening inside me. And I was like, okay, that's good to hear, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but, because cause I swear, first time I was like, why why is he so strict why is he so strict and then i was like oh that makes sense like it, it it's not really that he's strict it's just that i do i do too much of what i shouldn't sure sure yeah mm-hmm. it's it's funny too how you, you hear different perspectives where mm-hmm. where there's some kids that say well you're doing too much that's the phrase mm-hmm. that i get a lot and then others are like no he's fine like yeah, like yeah. at a school like this i'm for sure the strict teacher but mm-hmm. anywhere else i'd be super relaxed you know yeah because the thing is i don't feel like it's that like you're doing too much it's, i feel like it's the other way around that you're doing too much that you need, you need to be brought down. And that, that was the basic sure. with me because I talked too much. I just did too much where you had to correct me so much mm-hmm. where I should have been doing that with myself. Cause I, but you were also too, the, the nice thing was that when I would try to harness it, cause I don't want to just like silence anybody. Mm-hmm. When I would like divert it into what we were doing, you also were very engaged with it mm-hmm. that way too. Which yeah. I think was helpful. I will say that, that, that honestly, I didn't even realize that. I, that I was redirecting the energy to. <laughs> okay, that makes sense because I I have heard of that concept like don't just like try to give it like just go with the flow, but just don't just stop don't just try to stop the river, just lead it a different direction. Hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. It's like when you're trying to <laughs> when you're trying to block somebody if they're if they're going all the way to the sideline and the quarterback's behind you. Okay, mm-hmm. roll with them that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. J- j- just oh my god, I get what you mean. <laughs> like. You, you can't stop a run, runaway train, but you can't lead it in another direction. As as you continue to study mm-hmm. like psychological stuff and metacognitive mm-hmm. stuff, you're going to be like, oh, that's what he was doing. Like, like yeah. later in life, I still get emails from some people that they're like, is this what you were doing however many years ago? And I was like, yeah. Nice. Uh, I, I get what you mean because I have heard, heard heard people like talking about like ADHD and stuff like that, talking about like it's it's something that you can't really get, you can't get rid of, but you can use it in a functional way. Right, right. So it's like, Oh, it just makes sense that just work what you what you got and just continue with it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess running in that same vein too. So, you know, you've now completed four years. You've made it through. Mm-hmm. There's been you know ups and downs, but you still persevered. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like advice or like any 
any tips for like, let's say like a new teacher, maybe they're Mm -hmm. listening to this podcast and they're like, it would just be nice to hear from a student. What would you tell that new teacher like as they're coming in? There's always a degree of, there should always be a degree of just being, um, how do I say this? Being an actual person to your student, not just being a teacher, because I feel like with many of my teachers, the reason why I just did so good is that I could talk to them as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's, 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 just, there's always, yeah, they're my teacher. I'll always respect them. But at the same time, I could talk to them more casually than, sure. than like a police officer, honestly. Like, I could actually come up to my teacher, just talk to them. And I actually, there was this where there's this understanding where I could understand them as a person. I didn't just see them as this thing where, oh, what, they're just a teacher. Why should I listen? When mm-hmm. I get annoyed, they're an actual person who's trying, who is here for a reason. Mm-hmm. They want to teach me and they want to bet for me or else they just wouldn't be here. Sure. I think that's something that I, I too struggle. Like, what was it in Embark? I think maybe last year, midway through, mm-hmm. I was like, guys, I feel like I've been personable with you guys, but I haven't necessarily been as vulnerable as you guys mm-hmm. have. And I think that, and that was already a class that we were together mm-hmm. for three years. It was already great. But I did notice there was even more, like the dial kind of turned up even further mm-hmm. when I was kind of opening up to that. I think that's, I think that's great. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like, Speaking of which, I feel like vulnerability has been a thing that I've been trying to work on because, like, when you kind of show your mistakes, it's, yeah, obviously, some people are not going to like it, but at the same time, those who do is are the people who you would rather be around. Sure. Because I, I tend to be really erratic, and <laughs> best people, the best people who I'm around kind of understand that, and, they're, they're, and they kind of, they're okay with me being like that. Sure. We, we have a good dynamic, because I know with Kyra, I tend to be real erratic. I tend to be the erratic one. She tends to be a calm one. We'll say eclectic. Erratic is kind of a hard. We'll go eclectic. Oop, automatic lights. Hang on. Wait, erratic. Wait. That's, that's, a, that's a harsh word for wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean eclectic? <laughs> so you are very much attuned to many different avenues and things mm-hmm. like that. And you get very excited by these things. So where you might say it's like, oh, this is like me being chaotic. It's just that you are very passionate about many different things. Uh, I get you. I don't know. For me, I was seeing like... you. You, you ever seen the old style of Looney Tunes? There, what's it called? There, what's the name of the animal? The Tasmanian Devil, who was like spins around. You think that's goes, you? that's spinning <laughs> like a tornado? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, for, for me, I was Tasmanian Kev- Kenny. That's what we'll yeah. call you. Because know? <laughs> <laughs> I was been a person that I don't like. Because I feel like the big. I, I, I know this may be weird, but I kind of feel like the media I consume us when I was younger is the biggest thing. Why I like learning right now? Because I used to watch PBS Kids like. So okay. much. I didn't have like SpongeBob and stuff like that. And like the difference between like kids' shows like SpongeBob and all like that and like PBS Kiss is that PBS Kiss encourages you to like be a better person, be curious. There's a lesson behind it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lesson behind it. There's a lesson behind everything. I was loved that. I was like, oh my, I love, I loved it. So it's like I continue that when I was, even now, I love mm-hmm. watching like just educational stuff that's entertaining. Like many, uh, Many of the stuff I watch is always something to learn behind it instead of just like goofing off. Because sure. I, I know many people are like, when, when they have Netflix, they are always like, oh, let's watch Riverdale. Let's watch 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> there's stuff no like, there's no lesson behind a rom-com, Kenny? <laughs> I'm just... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's what, not my scene either, so I'm with you. What, that the, fir- that the first episode could be could be ended just by being like, oh, I like you, instead of just having <laughs> four seasons of like, oh, back and forth? Right, adults with no communication skills. Yeah. Oh my God. And I that, that weird little awkward music. I swear, I feel like most shows can be like done like in two episodes. I like you and let's see where this goes. Right. That's it. 
and every other show is just like extended that for like five seasons right 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 <laughs> that's why i can't get into a lot of stuff i'm very picky like that or it's mm-hmm. like and you notice that too as you get older because when you're a kid you're like oh this is the greatest movie ever mm-hmm. but then you might look at it later in life and you're like hmm yeah whoever like, was in the writing room hmm. yeah like if there was no substance, substance behind it it kind of tends to right. just like fall by the wayside yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely well so we've talked about what's next and you know things and mm-hmm. uh like your advice for teachers and mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any like memorable moments when you're like, I'm always going to remember that from high, or at least for five years, I'll remember that from high school. Okay. I, I would, I would just really have to say like the, the sh- like two of my biggest shifts, one was with you. Like we just mentioned, like, just like going from somebody who just had like no self-control and just like did too much to somebody who just understands why they're, why something is a certain way and kind of mm-hmm. like can just fo- follow the rules in a way that is like I understand why and I just not just be doing whatever I want mm-hmm. because there's always a degree I'm not gonna lie even now I, there's always a degree of doing like whatever you want but at the same time there's always like time and place sometimes you just really shouldn't and yeah. it's it was, human yeah it's hard for me to be conscious about that mm-hmm. when I was my freshman year because I just when I say I got in trouble it's like I'm surprised I didn't I didn't get suspended <laughs> I mean the fire thing that, that definitely is one. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, because there were so many times where I, where I did too much and I was like, we're mis- almost giving me in school suspension, but I, but I was like talk my way out of it because I was like, oh, I I, I never get in trouble. And she was like, okay, fine. <laughs> I think she did like th- four times. Okay, yeah, and, you worked through that one. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that'd be the first big memorable moment. What's what's another one that you got? You mentioned two. I would say just there's not really like a real time and day but i just say like junior to senior year where i really just started just kind of developing as a person just like really i I kind of feel like the biggest thing that i can't really communicate is like going for somebody who just who just does stuff for the attention of others just does stuff Mm, to look good empathy and oh oh, oh, uh putting on a show for others yeah just putting on a show for others and just being being a collective of just doing what looks good in front of everybody to just being like oh i'm a certain way and i'm and i'm i'm gonna be a certain way it's not i don't, I, I don't know it's really hard to communicate the idea of just being a person just being, sure. having autonomy and not just being somebody who just does what a crowd wants sure well and you mentioned that too earlier where it's you're understanding why there's certain structures in place too mm-hmm. which helps you allows you to do that so i, I get where mm-hmm. you're coming from yeah. yeah yeah because honestly like i I'm glad now that I kind of moved away from that, that I'm actually, I got, I actually got things I like, I got things I don't like, and I got opinions that, yeah, may, some people may not like, but it's, I'd rather be true to myself. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not just going to be like a whole mean person being like, oh, I'm perfect how I am, man, I'm not going to change that. No, that's really unhealthy. That, <laughs> that, 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 uh, uh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Would that be your biggest advice for like a, an incoming freshman or someone about to enter sixth or seventh grade whatever it might be like if you could give them the best advice to get to where you are now at the finish line what would that be just be weird with yourself like there's there's always there's always going to be like oh i want to look good in front of people there's always going to be like oh i want to look the best in front of people but just the best people who people the people who tend to us are called people like the most is not people who try to be the person everybody likes but people who like themselves and are actually true to themselves because mm-hmm. at the same time when you try to be liked by everybody you're liked by no one 
you probably didn't notice this, but sometimes when you guys are working, if I have music on, I would dance and shimmy a little <laughs> bit. But if anyone saw, I would stop. Maybe I'll open up on that a little more. <laughs> yeah, also like vulnerability is the biggest thing that you, it's it's hard to get okay with because it it, it kind of takes a shot to your ego. Sure. But at the same time, it's like once you take enough shots, you're like, I'm, I don't. I, it, <laughs> You feel okay. Yeah, like I, I keep getting up basically. And that mm-hmm. looks that looks strong and powerful because to people. I'll say with my family, like I'll say like two years ago, I never danced in front of my family. <laughs> I never had the confidence to, even though I was a family. But the biggest thing I realized that people don't care. And it's like, just be yourself. I know it's cliche, as it may sound. Be yourself, but true, be though. the best person you can be realistically. Don't just try to fake it. Yeah, no matter how bad your dance moves, maybe. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I swear, because <laughs> I, I, I barely, I'm not the best dancer, but I, 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 I dance like, I, I, oh, no. I, I, I had the most energy where I was like really enjoying myself. I wasn't really worried about how I looked. I just, yeah. I just did what I did. Whether you're feeling yourself while you're washing the dishes or, you know, you're mm-hmm. at work or something like that. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like just for people, just take just some time to just dance like a fool. Like <laughs> I, like it just really makes you happy to just not focus what people think. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just be the main reason why I put myself in situations where I would be really uncomfortable in. Especially like with people, if I don't know somebody, I always, it kind of, it helped me just be able to strike a conversation with somebody or be comfortable with people. Because once I put myself in it more and more into the situations, I got comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. I know with, before, I wouldn't be able to strike up a conversation with nobody. I used to be so nervous. I used to be like, oh, what's the perfect thing to say? Uh, what was the perfect thing? What's the perfect thing? Now I just be like, nice shoes, where you get them? Right, and, then, right. and just be able to communicate a lot better. Just talk to people normally. Yeah, that that personable Kenny that we all know now. Which is, <laughs> I'm still working on me because I still kind of struggle <laughs> getting into my head. I'm like, I kind of think too much. And then right now, I'm kind of focusing on just, if I overthink, I just won't do anything because I'd rather just calm down and just be able to act myself instead of just put on an act where yeah. I really shouldn't. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Seeing you over the past, like, and granted, I didn't know you too well when you were a freshman, mm-hmm. but basically four years too, it's, it's been truly incredible and, and truly an honor to, to see that growth, man. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not your teacher anymore, so I can say this, but I'm so damn proud of you, man. Like you did so great over these four years and overcoming stuff and, and mm-hmm. being vulnerable and the, the growth that you have made mm-hmm. has been it, really inspiring. And I, I really admire you for everything you powered through, man. Truly, mm-hmm. truly. Because I feel like now, it, just just learning has been my biggest motivation. Just learning and being better. It has led me to a lot of stuff, especially, where's the poster? Oh, the core curiosity values. Curiosity, right there, <laughs> right? Has been the biggest thing that just, curiosity and learning has just been the biggest thing that has helped my, my self-improvement. Because when I question myself, it's always like from a, from a place of curiosity. And mm-hmm. once I realize what's wrong and understand it, I always like find ways to get better at it. That's what that's what has led me to like learning about different like belief systems. Like right now I'm really into like different religions and mythologies mm-hmm. because I just like was like I question my own beliefs and then I like look to other people to see what their beliefs is. Yeah. That's that's why right now the biggest thing I'm really into is like Buddhism. Mm-hmm. It's just a really it's just a really beautiful way of thinking about life and i was like damn and i just continue that with many different things yeah you're, you're being a, a lifelong learner which is 
exactly what we want mm-hmm. to be a critical because, thinker. Because right now, right now, personally, I'm not Christian, but I find many values that it's like, oh damn, that actually make that actually makes sense. I should mm-hmm. really take that and continue with it. And also, like what I mentioned, with Buddhism, like biggest thing that I learned is that life is sadly life is suffering in a way that it's like there's always bad things, but you got to continue forward. You got to mm-hmm. accept that life is gonna it can be bad. But you got to move forward and seek for and always go for the good. Yeah. Because it's easy to just be down on yourself. Like, it's easy to just sit down and just, like, really, like, dig through the sand, just look for whatever's bad. But it's hard to just, like, really stand up and just continue with life. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, again, that's the, the critical analysis that you're mm-hmm. first doing. Well, one thing I want to do, too. So, I mean, we've gone through everything, but... It's been, it's been me asking you questions. And now that I am technically no longer your teacher or your coach, I wanted to give you a chance. If there's anything that you want the unfiltered, like, just be real with me, answer, I will give you that, that option there. Wait, I just realized, where are you from? So I'm from, uh, it's a Northwest suburb. I'm going to mm-hmm. bleep it for the, the episode here so I don't get doxxed. But uh, it's from... Oh, wait, I was going to say, wait, what, what ethnicity is you? Because I... What ethnicity are you? Because I think you mentioned Italian. Before. So I've got uh, Irish, Italian, German, mm. and Polish heritage. Got it. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Mm. <laughs> I was I was gonna say because I I was always wondering like because I was like you, 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 you I didn't see any like I didn't perceive it as any like type of Latino mm-hmm. or anything like that. So I was like uh, I just didn't know what I didn't know how to ask that before. <laughs> <laughs> just just boring mix of different white what you call it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know. I still, I still feel like it's still encouraging to know about a lot about people. That's mm-hmm. the main reason I ask you because it's like, I know from a Latino, if I say somebody, if I meet somebody who, who's from a Latino household, they most likely know, well, they already know like just by association that, oh, how I'm going to act. Cause oh, like sadly, values and upbringing. Yeah, yeah, sadly, yeah. some of the stereotypes are kind of true. <laughs> and not, not like, oh, we just like tacos, stuff like that. But just, just some of the things where it's like, as an immigrant, you most likely, I came. I came from parents who didn't really have much and encouraged me to want to seek further. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's the main reason I kind of asked you. Sure. That. You mentioned your your knees before. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, how is that going? Oh, it's, it's just a little bit weird, like breaking down like barriers of just like I just saw you as my teacher, but now I'm talking to you as a person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My my nephew's name is Sam, and mm-hmm. my niece's name is Audrey. So they are. Wow, my nephew's gonna be five this year, and then my niece is two now, which is crazy. Oh, I don't know. For me, I was I was finding weird like just watching kids grow, especially since I'm still like just growing. And you, <laughs> I just look back from a year from now, I'm like, damn, I was I really like that. We'll have to get your freshman year picture that's in in the uh, the gradebook system, and you're gonna go, whoa, that's still me. I, I I actually have found my freshman year picture. When I say I was like, I was a classic dorky like. <laughs> being harsh on yourself but no 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 but it's not it's not like it's just being honest like in the way that it's like oh my god like if, if it's just a 90 difference like the hair is pretty it just basically got got, got longer than <laughs> this the hair is the same but it's like you could just see you're wearing like, a bonnet in your freshman year picture oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> when i say i was dorky like i had the glass I, I just had the stance i just had the look and the face that i was like Ah, uh, he's dorky. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking back, you're looking at all the growth, all the growth. Yeah, honestly, I kind, I kind of feel like I just enjoy looking back because it's like 
if I change that much right now, I'm going to college. I'm going to change a lot more. I'm I'm going to go. Are you there, 360? I want to see where this goes. <laughs> well, well, you know, 360 will keep you in the same. Give me 180. <laughs> there you go. But hey, who knows? Who knows? I think that is important, though, to see where you come from and, you know, evaluate where mm-hmm. you're going. So I think that's that's awesome. But mm-hmm. I do want to I want to thank you, though, for, for jumping in. And it's it's truly been an honor watching you grow. And hopefully I had some small part in that. But uh, truly, man, I mean, I mean we'll, we're going to keep in touch. Like you're, you're going to be yeah. going to my alma mater for grad school and stuff. So I'll, <laughs> I'll try to hook you up with the connections. Maybe we can see oh, if we can get you a job oh, and all yeah, that you, stuff. You, you mentioned you went to USC. Wait, mm-hmm. I was going to say, you, you, you know people are there, right? Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, I actually do got to take chemistry right now. Okay. Or, well, I was only there for grad school. Mm-hmm. So I was only there for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so who I know is pretty limited to just my mm-hmm. program, but like people that still work at the rec and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, Still some connections there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because right, right now I'm really excited for that because yeah, because I'm finally excited to actually take advantage of like the facilities. Cause especially like cause I actually with Joseph, I actually may actually end up going to like Brooklyn Boulder. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they say like the guy ate two day twenty five dollar pass. I mean I'm gonna go back. Embark introduced me to it. I'm going back. Yeah. Well there's a rock climbing wall too at the at the UIC rack. It's a pretty nice facility. It's not the biggest facility, but it's got it's got everything you need. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get you hooked up with all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. Man. It'll be great, man. Well, thanks again though, Kenny. Uh, I'm proud of you. Hope you're just as proud as I am of you. But uh I'll, you. I'll send you this too and all that stuff and, oh, and we'll keep in touch, of course. Yeah. Well, Everybody at home, this was this was Mr. Kenny. I don't want to use your last name. I don't want I don't want to dox you or anything like that. But um, uh, we'll hopefully do some sort of an update at some point mm-hmm. to see how you're doing. But uh, thanks for for jumping in. And I mean, we gotta get some barbecue now, right? Yeah. We do. <laughs>